Welcome to another episode of the RAG podcast. And for those of you who don't know, the RAG stands for Recruitment Agency Growth. Since early 2019, I've been interviewing the most successful and innovative recruitment owners to learn how they rose to the top of their game. In season seven, I'm going to be having raw, authentic and insightful conversations with agency owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, people across the industry. And I want to be learning about their ambitions, what's happening behind the scenes in their agencies today and their plans to navigate difficult market conditions. I'll be bringing you the latest and greatest recruitment stories every single week on Wednesdays at noon across multiple platforms. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the RAG podcast. On this week's show, again, I'm still on paternity leave, so I'm going to give you another super valuable piece of content from my recent Personal Brand Taster series. On this week's episode, I want to feature the four steps that any recruitment company can adopt to become what I call an inbound recruiter. And that is a recruiter that lives off warm leads. That is spotting 10, 15 warm leads a week, even 25 warm leads a week on LinkedIn and turning that into business. So I'm going to give you four actionable steps that you can take today to do less outbound activity and more inbound activity. Okay. Enjoy the session. It's only going to be a maximum of 30 minutes. It's super valuable. Take notes. I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, what we're going to talk about today is becoming what I call an inbound recruiter. And specifically, we're talking about business development, all right? Because it's definitely been a, a challenging year. How can you make more money through inbound opportunities with a powerful four-step process? What are the four things you need to do on LinkedIn to make more money? So we're going to talk about the problems for recruiters today. We're going to talk about signs that you're, you are following more of an outbound methodology. What is an inbound recruiter and four steps to get in there. Okay. Um, so problems for recruiters today. Now, I've seen people publish in the last week that things are looking up. But would you agree, guys, that the vacancies this year are just uh, are lower than previous years? The last year or two, is it, is it, is it in your space are the opportunities a little bit lower? Would you agree with that? Just give me a yes or a no if you'd agree. Um, it's definitely a little bit slower, isn't it? Um, and that's pretty much every market in the... You know, there's a couple of economic boom markets that are just completely recession-proof. Has anyone noticed that clients are taking a bit longer to make decisions? Just give me a yes or no in that. If, you, if, if, if There's a bit more conscious spending going on so people are like they're throwing in extra approval processes or extra interviews or they're just not going yeah let's do it in healthcare I haven't seen it mark that makes sense there's certain sectors that are pretty robust what that also drives though is a, is a higher level of competition right so when there's less vacancies and the same amount of agencies everyone's everyone's fighting for for less work and those with loyal and long-standing relationships will be doing everything they can to protect the customer base so, you know, last year, you probably could have phoned a company and they might not have had their existing network ringing them a lot because they were all just filling jobs. This year, you'd hope that, you know, you're all ringing the people you know as much as possible to try and get anything you can out of people you know. So the reality is it's more competitive. It's less volume, more competition. So... I believe that most people in our sector are what I would call an offline recruiter, right? And as an offline recruiter, you're basically working in an, in an outbound way, right? Just let me know yes or no if you would answer these. Do you have your LinkedIn tab open all day? Is it always open? Do you have LinkedIn open all day? Yeah. 
Um, do you spend half a year day using LinkedIn, messaging people, sending in mails, reading the platform? Is it always open? You're always engaging multiple hours a day, yeah? Would you say that most of your content revolves around promoting jobs? Is a lot of your content job-related? If you're saying no, that's a good sign. But majority of the sector still leans on jobs. Um, do you send a lot of in-mails that get ignored? Would you say a lot of your in-mails don't, don't get responses? Yeah? Conscious promoting industry news, very little job posting. Good work. Um, and do you spend a lot of time mapping out contacts to call and to make contact with? So you're constantly looking for people that you can reach out to, whether it be through in-mail, through email, or, or picking up the phone. Now, for most of you, would you say that right now you offer more value to people, insights, information, support, guidance on the phone and in meetings than you do on LinkedIn? Yeah. Majority of our sector do. Now, if you're saying yes to most of them, I would probably say you're more of an offline. And what I mean by offline is you are so valuable offline. You are the guy that in a meeting on a phone call, you nail it, right? But on LinkedIn, you're pretty much an outbound, you're, you're outbound, right? Everything's outbound, everything's messaging outbound. Would you say you get more referrals offline through real people than you do on LinkedIn? Referrals, yeah. Because word of mouth works, right? Word of mouth works, and it always will. Never, never turn that off. What we want to do, though, is trying to get to become an inbound online recruiter, someone who gets more more referrals on LinkedIn than they do in, in the open domain. Because everyone in recruitment does what you do. Everyone knows how to send in mails. Everyone knows how to post jobs. Everyone knows how to, should be trained on how to speak to people and build relationships. But I want to make you more inbound online, okay? I want you to be getting more and more business on LinkedIn. And the signs of an inbound recruiter is someone that is consistently opening new business through LinkedIn. They're consistently chatting to hiring managers, right? And they can source it back to a LinkedIn post or a LinkedIn engagement or a LinkedIn message. They also do the same on the candidate side if, if they're doing candidates. They're attracting top talent. They're getting more candidates coming inbound saying, hey, I've seen you on LinkedIn. Can you help me? And getting constant opportunity coming inbound. They have a large and relevant network. How big is your network, guys? What, what, how, many, how many connections you got on LinkedIn? Five K, nine K, seven K, six K. What else we got? Come on, thirteen K, five K, twenty-seven K, Aaron. Ten K, twelve K. I think two hundred just started. Okay, twelve point five K. Some serious weight there. Would you guys agree right now that there's probably candidates and clients in that network that you're not speaking to enough? Would you say there's probably some business in there that you don't get hold of? Like you never have the time to phone, right? So what we want is a large relevant network that we're constantly engaging and therefore we're recognized by that network all the time as the go-to person in our market. We don't want to be go-to to everyone. That's not the intention. But an inbound recruiter is the go-to in their market. And what happens is they start to get higher response rates because they're building trust. They start to get more business, more candidates, more clients coming in. Because again, they're building trust. They've become an expert. And again, 
majority of their business is achieved via LinkedIn. There's always going to be word of mouth. And that if that stops you doing something wrong, but you you want to, that is never going to scale much further than, than just doing a really good job and people talking. Like you can't, you're not in control of what people say about you in a, in a pub after work. What you're completely in control of is your own day and what you can do with that day. And what you can do on LinkedIn, you're in control of. So I don't know if you know, but I coach people on LinkedIn and to get better results, right? And there's just a few people I've worked with, right? So Danny Munn started with me in March, right? And this was in May. Another inbound client, brand spanking new contract that comes inbound. Um, director found me on LinkedIn, Greenfield site, 18%, 110K salary, and they will need a team of contractors too. When I get in front of a client, I'm always win. There were three other agents wrapped it up exclusive, but this guy wouldn't have ever found me without you guys. This lady, Anna, hi, Anna, somehow we're connected. And unfortunately, I don't even know why and when, but you popped up on my newsfeed and I'm impressed by the way you communicate and publish. I'm currently looking for a new job. So this is a candidate. Here, Simon said, so as a minimum, Hoxo in one year, I've done 1.6 million in margin. And I haven't even been able to go through every recruiter because of sickness and leave. So you could comfortably say we've done about 2 million, which is 20% of overall margin. 54% of all deals originate from a client meeting and Hoxo have been generating our client meetings. Another client here, Kyle Winterbottom says, just won a 200K retainer, eight-man team build off the back of a recommendation from someone I've never even spoken to. So a client's come inbound and he's going, where did you hear about me? And they're like, oh, word of mouth. We were, this other client is like, cool, who are they? And then when he eventually, he's like, I don't even know them either. So his LinkedIn profile has managed to convince one company to talk to another company, and he's managed to make 200K. Here, look, you can see this is the company coming in. Kyle, I'm looking to hire a chief data officer in the US. A bit of context, we're an Australian-listed global talent management company, 4,000 people, arguably the best performer in our market. I will be in London next week, available Wednesday to Friday. If you're able to assist at all, I would be great to connect because they want to hire a chief data officer. That is like C-level exec work coming inbound. He's based in Manchester. They're inviting him to London. Just give me a yes or a no if that's the kind of business you want, where people are messaging you, people are seeing you as a credible source. You know, they want to work with you. They're not just saying, it's, 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 you're not convincing them, yeah? Luke, it is an obvious question, but some people are like, well, I'll just do what I'll always do. I've done what I've always done. I'll just carry on. Are you spending hours on LinkedIn and cold outreach and want more business coming to you over your competition? Well, if you're the founder or leader of a recruitment agency, here's what we can do for you. At Hoxo, we'll give you the training, support and resources to take you from what I call an offline recruiter, reliant on posting jobs and sending in mails to open up new customers, ultimately looking like every other recruiter on LinkedIn, to being an online recruiter, being seen by over 25,000 relevant people, driving a 200% minimum increase in engagement on your profile and seeing daily lead lists from LinkedIn that you can follow up with in six weeks time. And if you don't perform, you don't pay. Now, why can we make such a bold results-driven promise like this? Well, it's simple. There's two reasons. Firstly, whilst I've been building the RAG podcast, we've actually done what we say we'll do for our clients. In less than two years, we actually built a business generating from zero to over 1 million views per month on LinkedIn, leading to multi-million pound revenues with a sales team of me plus two people without making a single outbound cold call. Second is our track record. Not only have we done it ourselves, but we've helped over 350 agencies and over 4,000 consultants do it as well. It all in the last three years. 
Now, if that sounds of interest to you, click the link associated to this episode and we can book a call and tell you how we can help. Right, let's get back to the show. So there's four steps I believe in to get there. All right, so the first step is your profile, right? And when I say your profile, I mean the way it looks. Is it optimized? And have you got a growth strategy? So how many people do you currently um, connect with each week, guys? Would you say how many people do you connect with on a weekly basis? 100, which is the limit, right? Not enough. 20, 25, 15, 20, 50. Just give me a... Yes or no answer. Have you got a clear plan that you follow to grow every week? No. Most people say no. My next question is, if you do connect with someone, do you have a clear plan to follow to engage with them in a way that can open up sales opportunities? Most people say no, kind of. Again, if it's kind of, it's probably not a clear plan. There's some loose plan, right? So, what you want to be doing is growing your network. You're allowed 30,000 connections. None of you are there yet. So you, one of you, I think, was really close, Aaron. So you want to be following a specific plan, all right? If not, you're dormant. your network is dormant. Like I said to you before, in your first-degree network, it's not just the people that have connected this week. It's all the other people. So all the other first-degree in your 10,000, do you have a plan to engage with them? No. The amount of business sat there that you're missing out on is, is ridiculous, right? So you've got to think about how do you get there. So the first piece of advice is look at that network as a pot of gold, right? You need a plan. So you need to connect with people. You need to drive behaviors. Um, and if you do drive people to your profile, because you've got to look at your profile like it's a website, right? If someone views your LinkedIn profile, you've got all these connections. If you start to drive them back, you genuinely want to make sure you're putting your best foot forward. So the way your content is written on your profile, it's got to be written in a certain way. My advice is think about the challenges your clients face and the ambitions that your clients want. So the hiring they want to do, the type of people they want to hire, and tell a story in your bio that ex clearly explains that you can find those people for them that you've got a track record, that you specialize in a niche. You don't want anyone to click on your profile and not understand exactly what you do straight away. If I said to you now, Tom Walker, scale of one to 10, 10 being the most, one being the least, how clear is it what he recruits when you look straight at his profile? Tom says 10, it's crystal clear. Now, could you say the same about yourself? Would it? Would it? Would it, Would someone have to dig and really read to fully understand what you do? I'm, I haven't looked at all your profiles, so I don't know the answer. But if you're going to start connecting, and you need to be connecting to 100 a week because that's your limit, you want to be driving people back. That guys, what's the first thing people are going to do if they don't know you and you try and connect to them? They're not going to ignore you straight away. They're going to go and look at your profile. So when you're connecting to people, what you're actually doing is driving profile views back. So your profile needs to be written in a certain way to get the highest percentage of connections out of the effort you put in. So if you connect to 100 and you want to get 50 out of that, 
That's two and a half thousand people a year, by the way, if you do it every week. Two and a half thousand of the right clients. Incredible. Now, if you're looking to do BD, you want to be connecting to the hiring managers in your market and you want your profile to be written in a way that when they read it, they're like, that guy's useful. That girl's going to help me. So make sure you review your profile. Make sure it's written in a way that actually talks to them and doesn't just they don't, if, if they've got to read and dig and try and work it out, you've lost them. They'll go. There's 900 million people on LinkedIn. You've got no chance. But if it's clear, and then you clearly every day are connecting to people, you're going to start getting more connections in the right space, hiring managers that you can then talk to. Okay, the next thing is content and engagement. How many times a week do you currently put content up on LinkedIn, guys? Sometimes daily, daily, zero, two times a week, three times a week, once a day is my aim. Great. Where do your ideas come from for the content every day? Where, what do you write about? Seven days, then nothing. Jobs, industry news, memes, referral stories, the industry news, convos, some pager industry news, you know. Yeah, that doesn't work, by the way. Just repurposing industry articles is complete nonsense. Like, it just doesn't work. <laughs> no one reads it, I'm telling you. Um, anything I can find. Does anyone ever have mental block and just thinks, I ain't got a clue where to start? Just give me a yes or no. If you ever think, fuck, what am I going to write about today? <laughs> I don't know what to, where to start. Let me know yes or no. If you ever think, what are people going to think of me? When, I, when you do have an idea, you think, shit, can I actually say that? What are people going to think? Is it going to go well? Could my candidates and clients like backfire and think I'm an idiot? Imposter syndrome even. And does anyone feel like they're running out of time anyway? They're already super busy. Does anyone say like, you know what? I'm already recruiting so much. This is just hard work, right? So you need a plan to follow that drives consistent engagement because you're all aware of it. I can tell that you know you need to produce content. Could anyone give me a one-liner why you think producing content is valuable? Like why do you need to do it? Can anyone just give me a one, one sentence as to why they think it's important? Visibility keeps your page on people's mind, yeah. Reach, become front of mind, build familiarity. But yeah, 100%. Ultimately, if you've got 9,000 followers, you're never going to phone them all, ever. But if your content goes out, regularly they're the first people that are going to see it so what even if you don't worry about anyone beyond that you're going to start to build trust engagement visibility all the things you said familiarity in that network just because you rang someone once and connected to them and they accepted you does not mean you have a relationship but if they can see you talking sense on linkedin for six months when you reach out they reply because they're like oh sean from hoxha i know that guy i like what he's talking about i'm a fan and that's what you want because life is so much easier when people come in or when people respond inbound than when you're trying to fight and convince and sell. And it's just, it's not fun. So I've already talked about the challenges. Does anyone think that this could be an ego-driven activity, guys? Anyone think that like, oh, I don't want it to be all about me? How long would you say it takes to build a brand? Week, month, six months, year? Or well, long-term, it's, you know, I think you definitely need six months to, to to say you're building a brand you can get results within three weeks within one week if you get it right chris 
depends on your starting point, how many connections you've got and how much experience you've got. If you're starting with no connections and no experience, it's going to take longer. If you've got a good connection base and you've been in recruitment a while, you can do some pretty cool stuff really fast. Um, how does this translate into core market? Is German speaking? Should you post in a different language? If you can speak German, brilliant. If not, no. <laughs> if you can recruit in English within a German speaking market, then you can put content out in English. Um, so in terms of ego-driven activity, I would, I would argue that being a recruiter is all about attention, okay? That is the whole point of the job. Every single day, your whole job is to get older people, phone people, message them, DM them, email them, getting their attention, which you could also say is an ego-driven activity, right? Ultimately, content just gives you a much, scale, much more scalable, bigger opportunity to get attention. And it's how you produce it, not and what you write that, that that's the key. You know, I've got clients here that write content that gets some serious, serious engagement. Look at this. This guy, your resume is not the reason you're not getting noticed. 900 likes in the market. This one, Michael Murray, this simple post from last week, very similar. 11,800 views, 200 likes. Let me show you this post. Really simple. He recruits HR directors for global companies. Brilliant feeling to place a HR director with a blue chip multinational. Dead simple. Look at the engagement on it. Now he recruits HR directors, chief people officers, etc. Check this out. If I scroll through the likes, HR leader, HR, general manager, people and culture, learning and development, global HR leader, uh, HR director, chief people officer, learning and development, human resources manager, head of people and culture. Chief people officer, head of people and culture, head of people and culture, future of work, general manager, people and culture, senior HR, COO, chief people officer, head of performance, chief people and culture officer, HR director. What does that say about his content if the people that are engaging are all in the market? His connections are tailored to his business. Yeah. What else does it say? His likes are relevant. And if they like his mutual connections, are also going to pick interest. Yes. He's bossing it. He's hitting the target audience. There's no use in having random connections and random content. It's about zoning in and 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 generating, you know, serious eyeballs from the right people. A message from our sponsor, Vincere, to announce their portal access. This is a quick win solution for agencies in need of a portal that their candidates and clients can use to access all the information they need through the job search. This is a no code solution. It's your one way ticket to attracting top candidates and getting clients to review everything in one place. So you can easily set up candidate and client and job portals within your Vincherry account and you can configure it so it looks just like your recruitment agency brand and it feels like you've developed it yourself. In there, you can publish jobs, so they go straight out onto your website with one click, and you can offer candidates a place to look at those jobs and search for the next role. Your clients, you can give them a link and they get their own unique login, and so they can access everything. They can look at all the CVs against the job and all the progress and development 24-7. They can rate and review candidates and arrange interviews right there and then. This is all available now within Vincere, and if you're a RAG listener, you can always get an amazing deal with these guys. So click the link in the show notes and find out if you can use Vincere portals today. The next phase is, you know, there's 20, just so you know, 24 times 
the reach on your personal account than the company. So even though your company accounts are important, you're going to get 24 times the eyeballs on your personal account. So Michael is going to get 24 times the reach than, than the company he works for. Also, leads developed through personal LinkedIn profiles are seven times more likely on average to actually close business. So people seeing good, good content from a company don't always translate into doing work with them. When it's a person, the chances are so much higher. Now, this is the magic here. If Michael gets 300 likes on a post, all the people that like it, the chances of them seeing Michael's next post increase by over 80%. Because LinkedIn tracks who's viewing what and then serves back the same stuff next time. Have you ever noticed, guys, that even though you've got 9,000 connections, you see the same people on your profile? Often it's your colleagues and stuff, but you see a lot of the same people's posts. Do you notice that? That's because LinkedIn, you've probably liked them before, you've or you've scrolled and, and spent time reading, and LinkedIn says, oh, Johnny likes that kind of content, he likes that person, and they serve you anything they do in the future. So the more you get engagement early, the more that they, they see you and, and it builds that long-term plan. Now, I don't believe it's a per, it's an ego-driven activity. It's a competitive business advantage. I got tagged in this post yesterday as well. Check this out. Oh, I, got, I got a message here and it looks at uh, Jack Lynch. Look at this. Cisco are teaching 84,000 employees to become LinkedIn influencers. 84,000 employees to do it because they've realized that every single one of their 84,000 people, even if they've got a thousand connections, have got so much reach, 24 times the reach of the company account. And if you get 84,000 people doing 24 times the reach, it is another level. So how do you appear on New Bills Product Feeds? It's based on engagement from your first degree connections, Chris. That will then push it to their first degree connection and it grows like a spider's web. Okay. Right. So what you want to be doing is connecting, growing, engaging, putting out your content, and then you need to be engaging in your content and other people's content. So if I look here, if someone likes one of my posts, uh, if I go on here and I just go, uh, you know, if I go on here and look, you know, I can start engaging with this. If I look here, I've got 170 people that I could engage with now that have all liked my content. I could go through every single one of them and message them. All opportunities. So you want to be working, work the engagement hard. If anyone likes your stuff, if anyone engages with you, you want to engage back. Equally, you want to be engaging on other people's stuff in your network. Because, guys, do you agree that it'd be easier for me to chat to Charlotte Lidston now because she's liked my post than it would have been before she did that? Yeah, because she's I'm front of mind. You know, she's going to remember me as long as I strike fast enough. So profile engagement and growth, content and engagement in your content. And then the next thing is a time efficient system, because we said we're all busy. Right. So every recruiter claims to be busy. The average recruiter spends 50 percent of their day on LinkedIn. So they've got time. They just waste it a lot of it on LinkedIn. Honestly, timing is a process issue. I don't believe you need to post every day. If you're doing five days a week, great. If you're not, three days a week is the minimum you should be looking at, right? And you want to be doing, writing one post, take about 15 minutes, and then spend 15 minutes liking and commenting on other people's posts, replying to people that have engaged with you. 30 minutes, three times a week. That's all you need to do. 
If you do that on a Monday, you have a day off on a Tuesday, you come back on a Wednesday, you're going to have all the engagement from the stuff you did on the Monday to work through. And then again, you put a new post out on a Wednesday, you go and have a break on a Thursday, Friday, you have all the engagement again, you post on the Friday, you have the weekend, you come back Monday and you go and you go and you go and you go. Guys, just does that make sense? How would you engage back? I mean, depends on what someone writes, but the, the key is asking questions. If you ask questions, people reply again. And the more replies, the more people see it. The more engagement you get in a post, the more other people are going to see it. So you want to get as many replies and questions as you can. What's the best way to find good content that others in your network have posted? Jack, that I'm not going to tell you because that is what I teach in my program. All right. That's I'm keeping that bit to myself. There's some amazing ways to hack through and, and see it. Um, now, the ROI is the final thing you want to do, right? So if you genuinely want to get better at this, it's a bit like wanting to lose weight and not tracking your weight or wanting to make money and not tracking your bank account. Like you genuinely need to, to track performance, right? And if you look, did, did any of you, do any of you see or do, do any of you doubt that this can turn into ROI? No problem, Gareth. Cheers, mate. Do any of you doubt how this could turn into ROI? And if you're like, how do you actually make money out of this? Do you get it? Because when you see your impressions climb, you can guarantee people can see they know who you are. When you receive engagement on your profile, you can guarantee those people know who you are. So I do two things. I look at my LinkedIn stats each week, and then I measure the business outcomes each week. So I look at, am I getting more profile views? Am I getting more, more likes and comments? Am I getting more connections? Am I growing? I track them. All the numbers are there. And then I also look at how many deals that I've opened this week or candidates or whatever I'm doing, how many come from LinkedIn, from the post, from the connection. And it might only be one or two each week or five or 10. But if I track it once a week on a Friday, I'm confident that says this week, I got 100,000 views. I got this, this, and this, and I found three opportunities. And that then gives me the confidence to say, I'm going to do it again next week. Without that, you could be posting and posting and posting and thinking, well, what's the point? Clear results drive clear motivation. Some of the clients that I've worked with, you know, execs are approaching me. I've never used LinkedIn before, but the start of the course, we had no idea. I started in recruitment two weeks before. And this was, you know, one of my clients' engagements. They went up from half a million views to 1.2 million. And they went from 2,000 likes to 44,000 likes between January and May this year, which is nuts. 44,000 opportunities to follow up and engage and turn into business, which is incredible. All right, guys, was that, just give me a yes or no if you found that valuable. You can you track engagement in the platform yourself? You can, Jack, it's there. You found that valuable. Now, if you are interested, obviously you can go away and do this yourself. And hopefully I've given you some inspiration. But we actually have a program where we can work with you and teach you how to become an outbound. So go from being an outbound recruiter like you are now to being an inbound recruiter. We'd estimate that in six weeks, you're going to start getting a, an increase of 200% more on your content. You should get 25,000 views on your posts and you'll be getting inbound leads every single time you go to the platform in six weeks or you don't pay. It's free. Okay. If we don't perform, you don't pay. Now, 
this offer is not from a, a consultant level. We don't sell it to consultants. It's only to businesses, right? So if you're a consultant on the call and you're interested in this, you can book a call with my team. All I want you to do now is take a picture or just get your phone out, scan that QR code and fill in a form, right? If you are the owner, fill it in for yourself. But if you're, the, if you're a consultant, fill in the form, book a call and invite your boss with you. Make sure your boss can be there, all right? Don't, don't want to waste everyone's time. Um, but we'll walk you through the platform. Obviously, there's a guarantee in place. So if we don't think you're right, we're not going to sell it to you, all right? We're not going to give away... Um, have I got a link? Yeah, hang on one sec. Uh, I will get you that link. It is here. Put it in. Uh, right. Set. All right. So if I stop sharing a sec, I'll put it into the chat. And then I'll put it in here. One sec, guys. Should have had this prepared, shouldn't I? Um, right, I'll bang it in the chat for you. It is uh, this one. Come on. I'll definitely get this ne set up next time. Uh, chat. There it is, right? Simple. There's the link. Right, so sorry about the wait there, guys. It's in there. Click on that link. So if anyone... Would like to have a call with us. As I said, there's a guarantee in place. If you don't work, don't pay. So we're not gonna we're not gonna push this on anyone we don't think it's gonna work for. But if we do think it's gonna work, you know, if we don't, we'll give you some advice and you can come back in the future. But if we do think we can get started in September, we have August is gonna be a break time, go on holiday, September, back to school. We've got a six-week program we can put people through. Um, just give me a yes or a no if you're interested, if you've clicked that link, if you're looking at that and you're interested in filling in that form, just so I can get a gauge of how many people are are likely to, to fill it through. Ariana, Thomas, yeah. David says yes. Johnny says yes. Wicked. Anybody else? Asima, Jeff. Chris has done it already. Wicked. Um, brilliant. Who else we got? Size in there. All right, wicked. Get, get it filled in. Um, and as I said, this video will also get sent to you after this, in the next 24 hours, we'll get it out to you. So you can pass that on to anyone in the business as well. Um, but again, if you're a consultant level, make sure someone on in leadership is on the calls with you so we can you know, get to a decision. Um, I personally do the training so that if you like my style today, this is how I'm going to run it with you. It's a, you know, we're going to coach you. You can ask loads of questions. We have a lot of fun. Final thing. Um, thank you. That's my uh, wedding logo. And that's my company uh company logo so i've I, I just need some more logos now right um i'll uh i'm gonna get some more yeah definitely um what i'd also like to do guys if we're not connected on linkedin i'm gonna shoot now but jump on and connect with me so that even if we don't work together we can start seeing each other and get some um i can help you out that way i'm always giving away free things on linkedin it's worth getting so get on there click on the link connect with me guys i wish you the best of luck whatever you do i'd like to think you're gonna book in and we'll speak um, as I said, we've got the whole of August to have some rest, go on holiday. I'm away next week. And then we're going to go and hit it hard from September. All right, guys, take care of yourselves. Have a wicked uh, week. Enjoy the summer. And hopefully I'll see you very soon. Take care. See you later. Bye now.
Thank you as always for listening to today's show. I truly hope that you got value from it. Honestly, it's the only reason I take time every week to ensure that my audience, you guys, future and existing recruitment owners, you're learning from each other to make this industry that I love so much stronger. And today's episode is brought to you by my business, Hoxo. I'm the CEO and founder, and we're on a mission to help brand recruitment agencies and their people better. I wanna help people have the tools to stand out in the most competitive markets in the world. We're currently working with over 350 recruitment agencies and 5,000 of their consultants right now, helping them to build their personal brands to consistently win more business, attract talent, and just become that go-to recruiter in the market. Now, we do have a huge coaching program, but a lot of people don't know, we also manage the brands of a lot of founders, and we can do the rebrand of that company organizational piece as well. So if your recruitment agency either needs help to look and sound exactly how you want it to, or your leadership and consultant level need to get out there and drive more traffic back to that website, to the business and start using LinkedIn to generate more revenue, then you should definitely be reaching out to us. If that sounds of interest, please do visit www.hoxomedia.com or drop me, Sean, a personal message on LinkedIn. I love hearing from RAG listeners. I would love to talk to you. Uh, look forward to it. So I'll see you again next week with another episode. Catch you soon.